T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Oh, what up, what up? Welcome to Maggie and Perloff. So glad to have you on this Thursday so we're getting closer and closer to the Super Bowl, but you know who's not getting closer and closer to the Super Bowl? You can say who, Maggie? Wait, I who? The Dallas oh. Cowboys. The Dallas <laughs> Cowboys aren't, aren't getting any closer to a Super Bowl. And I, I'm, I'm not going to set you up to dunk on the <laughs> Cowboys today. It's Super Bowl week. How could the Cowboys catch a stray? Well, they are because Jerry's again found another microphone because there isn't one on Earth that he won't speak into. And this is like no hyperbole. This is not just radio show stuff. If I was a Dallas Cowboy fan, hearing Jerry Jones' comments today or yesterday, I guess, at the Senior Bowl, this is the saddest I would be to date. This is the no hope for you. And I'm sorry to say that because I'm someone who thought that this roster was really good. And, you know, I think that there is a lot of promise for this team. And I'm not a Jerry Jones, like, hater or someone who thinks that he's just a clown or something like that. But if he's being honest here, this is as low as I think it gets as a Cowboy fan. I'm reluctant, even though by nature I'm a wildcatter. Anybody that thinks I won't take a chance has misread the tea leaves. But I do think longer term, and I'm real hesitant to bet it all for a year. Boom. I mean, you're not even thinking that way, right? And I get it. If you're the owner of the team and you're the general manager, you're going to be here as an owner for the team. You're never getting fired. You only want the team to keep growing. So I guess being mediocre to good is good enough because you want the sustained, you know, keeping people in, drawing them in, thinking there's a chance, but they're not willing to go the extra mile even if they feel like they have a team that's ready to win. I just want to make sure I'm clear on what you're saying. Yeah. You want Jerry Jones, the owner of the Dallas Cowboys, to be more impulsive. This is the guy who they physically had to hold back from drafting Johnny Manziel, who's (laughs) never loved a splash move or seen a splash move he didn't love. Jerry, if it was up to Jerry, he would have an all-pro team every year and be in dead cap space for the next 25 years. The fact that people are able to hold him back and build a team that is going to be able to contend every year is a miracle, and I think a good miracle for the Cowboys. Because if Jerry had his way, they would probably be the most bloated team on earth and 5-12. and 12. Listen, seven teams in each conference make the playoffs. It shouldn't be that hard just to make the playoffs if you have a quarterback you're playing $40 million, so obviously he's good, good enough, and you have good skill position players and you've got so you've got some real talent on the team. What happens, though, when you feel like you're close? That doesn't mean that you have to, like, completely shoot everything into the sun, 
But it does mean you have to take some bigger risks. You do have to take some bigger flyers. Like signing Odell Beckham Jr., which Jerry desperately wanted to do, even though Odell couldn't play football. No, Jerry only wanted to say he wanted to sign Odell. Oh, get out of here. You you don't think he wanted to sign Odell Beckham Jr.? You know, honestly, though, it's a non-starter because Odell was never going to play. He wanted him in that building just to hang out with him. He can do that next year. Right, and that's the kind of thing Jerry Jones does. Jerry Jones has to be held back. To stay in the middle because he wants to make big flash moves that make no sense. That's always been his MO. Okay, but what is it recently? Because it's been a a great team building process. I think we should be complimenting for some of the moves that Jerry Jones has made in the last five years. He overpaid Zeke and he overpaid Dak, but he did draft Micah Parsons. He did draft Trayvon Diggs. He's got excellent players all over his roster. I think that's good team building. He's won 12 games two two years in a row. That's not bad team building. 12 games two years in a row. And Andrew Perloff, can you name for me the last time that the Dallas Cowboys went to the playoffs in back-to-back years? Uh, before McCarthy. No, I'm not sure. 2005-2006. Can you name the time before that when they went to the playoffs in back-to-back years? Uh, the championship years, I imagine. Nope. 98-99. Troy Shit. Aikman was still was still the quarterback. So, so you're saying that they finally figured it out. No, no, no. You're saying that they're like, have all this sustained success. And I'm telling you, that's a myth. Well, I'm they saying don't. now they do because right now, because, because okay. he, Jerry has been constrained going back Johnny to 2015. in the draft in 2014, 2014. Right. It's been no, almost no, no. 10 years. Jerry has changed his tone and it's been more reasonable of late. He has, he, I'm telling you, he's looked at, he's built a really good young team and they're going to be really good for a while now because they have Micah Parsons. Okay, so they're going to be really good for a while. Yeah, and they, guess what? They're going to be in the tournament. They'll definitely be the favorite in the NFC East next year. The Eagles are in the Super Bowl. Yeah, but as Jerry. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> as Jerry rightfully pointed out, they're all in for this year, but everybody's gone next year. They're losing half their team. You have two first-round picks next year, and you have a quarterback who's on a rookie deal still. You don't think the Cowboys are going to be favored over the Eagles next year? The Eagles lose. Fletcher Cox, Brandon Graham. Nope, Brandon Graham wants to play. He's not playing in Philly. James Bradbury, uh, Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, Jason Kelsey, maybe Lane Johnson, Miles Sanders. That whole team's going away. So what? They have a bunch of rookies that they're going to throw in there. They're not going to help next year. They won't be rookies next year. And they've Howie Roseman has been one of the good team builders. The fact that the Eagles are a team that looks like they're all in for this year and still has a top ten draft pick next year because you fleece the New so, Orleans Saints. That's not, a, that's not the Rams. I'm telling you right the now, cupboards bare. It's definitely the Rams. They're going to lose more than the Rams lost by a lot. Okay, well they're going to lose nine starting players. Okay, put your Eagles fandom aside. No, no, for no, a no. But they're definitely losing a lot more than the okay. Rams lost, just on paper. So here's the thing, though. This is why, if I'm a Cowboys fan, though, I'm ticked off today, and I feel like, or not even ticked off. This is kind of like the realization sort of setting mm. in, which is you're always going to have a good team. And oh, well, Jerry's good enough for you to just have a good team. Jerry wants a Super Bowl worse than anybody. You don't think he sits in that? Oh, my gosh. You think that he, he's just trying to keep the Cowboys relevant? He goes into that owner's room, and it must kill him to watch other owners having won the Lombardi Trophy. Kills him. He would. I think of the 32 owners, he wants a Super Bowl worse than any single one of them. If I, if we had Jerry Jones here yeah. sitting in our studio, and I, we gave him truth serum, mm-hmm. said, Jerry? You can either win a Super Bowl or you can never make another public appearance again as long as you live. You have yeah. to be just a rich person in obscurity and you can never talk into another microphone or do another interview. You gave him one more Super Bowl, uh, Lombardi, said, next year. I said you can win one or you can yeah, yeah. never talk into a camera ever again. At 80 years old, he would take the one Super Bowl because he wants 
He Bro, wants to show. You're not show, paying attention to what 80. Jerry Jones he's is. He's 80. So he's got to. He's so desperate to win that Lombardi trophy. He wants it so bad. He's No owner takes a, a loss worse than Jerry. You see him after these losses. He's a fan. He's a gigantic fan. I watched, I watched John Mara throw a chair once in a Who? suite. John no. Mara, the anonymous Giants owner who's and the you team that's been awful for 15 years. But you can't say he doesn't care. I literally watched like a 70-year-old dude throw a chair in an owner's oh, box. Oh, John Mara, what? Did his great Poupon run out? Forget John Mara. <laughs> what who do you think? Jerry's Jerry, doing, doing the draft so from much. a yacht. Who's, who's like the more hoity-toity rich person? Jerry defines himself by those trophies. And I know you're saying this idea that he just wants to be good. He started out with Lombardi trophies. And that's... He's always wanted to get back. He's so hungry for that. And I think he must, I think he hates not winning. I'm sure he does. Jerry, I know as a fact he does. Jerry might might hate losing. He thinks he's the smartest guy in that owner's room. Probably. By far. And this kills him. Jerry also has already gotten into the Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. Check that box off. The- he has the most valuable franchise in North America. Who's more? Uh, Maybe the Yankees? I think, it, I think in the world now. I think they passed. I don't know about like Man United. Or I think he was listed as number one this year on Forbes. I yeah. mean, he's gotten all that just by this team being yeah. good. They don't even have to be great. And that's where if I'm, if, if it's me, I'm just saying if I'm the fan of the Cowboys, that takes me off. Because it's all—it's what I always knew, like in the back of my no. mind. It's what I always knew is that I have a GM who can't be fired. So I have somebody who is more interested in keeping the value of the franchise no. high. And it almost, it's so high now. I don't even know what a Super Bowl even does for the Dallas Cowboys. Like they're, they're still going to be the most valuable franchise. And it's not that I don't think he wants to win, but he just told you he just wants to be good. Yeah. Not great. Good. First of all, that, that wasn't his motive at all with that. It's very obvious what his motive what was. What was that? He's saying his cross-division rival, the Eagles had to sell out everything for this one year, and then they're just going to fall off a, a cliff like the Rams did. Okay. So he's kind of just denigrating. He's like, well, we have a team that's built to last, and this team is going to be one and done. Built a flash to in the last? Pad. They haven't been to the NFC Championship game since 1995. Built to last? My ass. Well, what is they that? Can, I mean, the trend is good. They've won 12 games two years in a row. You know, they have, <laughs> Fantastic. I mean, You're paying your quarterback $40 I, million. I hope that gets you 12 wins. And he didn't even play for five of those games. They could, I mean, they're going to, they should roll the NFC East next year. They should get back. Congrats. No, <laughs> I have to say, they should win 13 games, be a number one seed, and finally, finally beat San Francisco at home. I mean, they were pretty close this year. There was a couple plays that could have gone differently. San Francisco is a really good team. Okay, do you, and they were in San Francisco, and they played them basically to even. Do you you love Nick Sirianni. You love him as a coach. I know I, you I do. We talk about it. I like Nick Sirianni a lot, yeah. Brian Dayball's most likely going to win Coach of the Year. That Coach of the Year, yeah. The one that Matt Nagy won three years ago? Okay. Oh, there's the, oh, you think the Cowboys have any fear of the Giants? No, I'm just saying, do you think Mike McCarthy is, what? where would you rank him amongst coaches in the NFC East? I... I think if you give me the the dream team of Dan Quinn and Mike McCarthy, they're right there. I'm and I, I think they're going to – they rolled the Giants. Did did they beat them twice this year? I uh, think so. With Cooper Rush one of the times. Yeah, yeah, they beat him on Thanksgiving or Christmas or one of those holidays. I know he's a Giants backdoor covered on me, and I was really mad about yeah, yeah. it. They, <laughs> those teams that. aren't even close right now. And I, I think the, the Cowboys are actually going to be better next season because they're going to bring in a receiver, maybe Odell. That was their big thing. They had Noah oh, Brown was their number two option. Oh, bringing in Odell. I mean, that's bring in not, some receiver. Bring in anybody who can move. catch anything. <laughs> that's not the all. Well, move. they're definitely going to bring in a veteran receiver, which is going to change everything. And they'll be healthier on the offensive line. 
I'm telling you, I'll bet you right now they are the Vegas favorite in that division because it's going to be bloody mess in Philly after the season. The the question of the day is, if you're a Cowboy fan, was that hard to hear? Jerry just told you. They just want to be good. They don't want to be great. They don't have to be. His franchise is so rich without them even winning a Super Bowl. Since 95, mm. I mean, to not make the NFC Championship game since 95, yikes. I thought that was a big admission. What was it, yesterday at the Senior Bowl? Jerry in a baseball cap talking to the media? I'm Casual Jerry? I'm with the exact opposite of you. Of 32 NFL owners, there is no one more desperate to win a Super Bowl than Jerry Jones. He, You're falling he, defi- for it. he defines himself by that more than any other owner. You think Jeffrey Lurie's going to gonna have a near panic attack if the Eagles lose this one? No. First of all, he already won one. Yeah, you think the, Ziggy the Wilf, stakes aren't as high. You think Ziggy Wilf has as much pride as Jerry Jones? You think that Arthur Blank is going to lose sleep like Jerry Jones? Jerry Jones wears losses. Did you see him at the end of the San Francisco game? He's throwing things around the owner's box. He defines himself by Super Bowl trophies. No. He's already got the most valuable team. He's never going to spend any of that money. They're never going to sell the team. What does he care? That's That means nothing to him anymore. You think oh he cares? Oh my gosh! It's... Have you ever met a rich person? Eight five five two and I know you have. Do you think he cares about Stevens' value in fifteen years after he's dead? He could care less. Why? Do, why do you think? And how do you think billionaires become billionaires? They could have stopped at five hundred million. No, something keeps them going. It's the love of money. No, the value of the Cowboys. He's already said he's going to give it to his kids. The value of the Cowboys means nothing to him at this point because he does not care if Stephen Jones is going to sell the team in 20 years. That, that story is gone. The value of the Cowboys is what gives him the leverage with the other owners. Oh, you know what that's what me? makes him the one owner that stands above the other owners. What else no. would it be? Because he's so litigious, but so is Dan Snyder. I'll tell you, he never would have gotten that if he didn't have three championships. That's what gave him original leverage. And that's when he started to take over the league because of the titles. Yeah. And nothing would give him. If Jerry Jones. If he really was about Super Bowls, trophy, he would have never ran Jimmy Johnson out. Well, that was ego. But, no but that wasn't on purpose. He didn't think. When I would Jimmy, never, Stu. I would never. He didn't think when Jimmy left. That he wasn't going to win another Super Bowl. He's Jerry Jones. He thought he was going to win every year. This was just a shot at the Eagles for selling out one year. I I, I can't believe you're saying Jerry Jones is he's too cautious. Because that is not Jerry Jones' story as a Cowboys owner. He's telling you right now. Yeah. He doesn't want to take that risk. He doesn't want to go the all-in because he's afraid of, what the, ba- of the backfire of it. Yeah. He doesn't want to get a team so, that's right there that needs the push, doesn't want to do it. So Won't okay, do it. so you're in this argument. Then anytime a team goes all in, it's good. Then I think when it's you're all in the when it works. As a, yeah. as a fan, yeah, I appreciate it if I'm close. Yeah, that my that the owner goes all in. Right, like the Broncos last year, or the Chargers, or the Raiders, and uh, Stu's AFC West with all those gigantic signings. That that was great. Right. Okay, but here's a question: Are you not later today going to give me ten reasons why you think the Broncos are going to work? I think they were, but I think all those offseason <laughs> signings were a disaster. I think the, the Raiders going all in with Chandler Jones and who and the the Chargers going all in with Khalil Mack and J.C. Jackson and Denver going all in with Russell Wilson. All in fails way more than it works. Way more. Most big free agent signings are a complete bust. I think Jerry should be applauded for the way he's built this current team. Be applauded if you're never going to win a Super Bowl. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. All right, there you go. So a little Cowboys to start us off today. We have a lot more for you on today's show. Later on, one of the most ferocious pass rushers outside linebackers in the NFL is going to be on this show. TJ Watt of your Pittsburgh Steelers is going to join us a little bit later on after that. 
Michael Lombardi, our favorite former general manager, who will try to make sense of some of this front office and coaching news stuff that we have to get to along with quarterbacks. So glad to have you with us right here on Maggie and Perloff. You can listen to us across the country on CBS Sports Radio. You can also hang out with us on YouTube.com slash CBS Sports Radio. Head there now. Come hang in the chat with the rest of the Weedos and the Purple Drinkers and come and have a good time. All right. Coming up, of course, your phone calls are welcome at 855-212-4227. Also, Devontae Adams answering questions about Aaron Rodgers on social media. Perloff, what did he say and what does it mean for next season? We'll tell you right after this. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. This NFL postseason, every Westwood One NFL broadcast streams live for free. All on the road to Super Bowl 57 in Phoenix. Catch all the action on the Odyssey app on westwoodonesports.com via Westwood One station streams or by asking Alexa to open Westwood One Sports. It's all sponsored by AutoZone. Free battery testing, free battery charging, and replacement batteries that fit your needs. That's what makes AutoZone America's number one battery destination. Get in the zone. AutoZone, we are starting to gear up for Arizona next week. Yep. I'm getting really, really excited. Obviously, you know, I'm... I feel a little bad because I have a team in there and you don't. But it'll still be fun for you, uh, right, Maggie? I mean, this is just like what does it stay Groundhog's Day? This is Groundhog's Day for me as a Bills fan. <laughs> Super Bowl is getting played. My team's not in it. But you don't usually <laughs> co-host a show with somebody who does have a team this, in it. This does make it unique. I bet it actually. It I'm should, happy for you though. It's not that unique because really you just went through it in baseball season too. Yeah, I've been sitting next to you as your teams just go rocket ship right to the moon, and I'm yeah. sitting here still on Earth, like yeah, twiddling I mean, my thumbs. Listen, Villanova was in the Final Four. They're not good this year, and you know we got the Sixers are probably going to the finals. It is a it is an embarrassment of riches for us Philadelphia fans. But I'll I tell know. you right now, it's going to stink if we lose this game. These Philly fans are flying high right now. We're we're pretty cocky, and I think we've pretty. It. Yeah, I mean Philly's having a moment right now, no doubt about that. But I thought it was funny. Uh, we'll get to Aaron Rodgers in just one moment. But you're seeing that Micah Parsons is getting all this blowback because yeah. he wished Lane Johnson good luck and. People are piling on him. So that was yesterday's story or two days ago. And then this morning, 
Do we have the Julian Love? I know you need a second. Okay. We have Julian Love, who's a safety for the New York Giants. Notre Dame guy, I think. And um, he was talking about how Nick Sirianni is not like a great coach. He's just a lucky guy. You know, he's a guy who really is doing a great job because he's not getting his in the way of his team. He has an experienced roster uh, from top to bottom. He's in for a free ride right now. You guys can coach this team and they can succeed. That's how uh, the bulletin board right there. I mean, that was a courtesy of our friends over at Good Morning Football. Free yeah. ride is how, how he put it. Nick Sirianni's just not getting in the way of this well, talented Eagles roster. How would Julian Love know that? And who, but who is Julian Love? <laughs> Honestly, it's, can you think of a more <laughs> sure player to uh, to criticize the head coach of the Eagles? Maybe if like an all-pro or a pro bowler said something. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Did he make he... the Pro Bowl? Like everyone in the NFL made the Pro Bowl. He might have made it. I don't. I don't think so. But what, I, honestly, what on earth does he know about how that building works? I'm curious. He must have a friend on the team or something. Because otherwise, why would he even <laughs> opine on Nick? Sir- oh, oh, I, is this because fans don't like Nick Sirianni because he he pumping up the like crowd, me? pumping up the crowd because it looks like Samter. But how does that mean? <laughs> but what does that mean? Yes, America's turned against him because he looks like you. Is it Julian Love a second-year player? Like how on earth, or something like that? he's young? Isn't he? Yep. Why would he know anything about how this works? It just seems like a random, arbitrary critic. Well, I think you know he's a starting safety for the New York Giants, who play the Philadelphia yeah. Eagles twice a year. So maybe he's saying, "Listen, it's just a talented roster. You and I could be coaching the team. Oh. They're so good, it doesn't matter." He's he's throwing shade to Sirianni while also complimenting the Eagles' depth. Okay, I and thought it was talent. more of thinking like the coordinators were doing all the work or something. Anyway, this no, is I think a, he's pra- I think he's praising the players and just saying, listen, they'd be in the Super Bowl no matter who's coaching right. the team. This is a mosquito on the the Eagles bandwagon. Honestly, a, a giant safety who's kind of a no name that means nothing. Yeah, I, I think the Eagles the Eagles are feeling so good right now. I mean, Jason Kelsey sets the tone. It's just a love fest with that team. Yeah. It's almost like nobody can get in their way. Sirianni. I know Sirianni comes off as obnoxious, but he's a positive rah-rah guy. You got Kelsey, you got Lane Johnson, you got Jalen. Is there anyone who doesn't like Jalen Hurts? Jalen Hurts is, I would say, there's a couple guys who have like 100% approval rating on the Eagles. I think Jalen Hurts is one of them. Brandon Graham might be another uh, outside of New England, of course. We have some Brandon Graham sound. He was responding to Julian Love saying Nick Sirianni is just uh, on a free ride. People always got something to say when they at home. So they got some stuff to think about. So I ain't really going to touch too much on it. I just know that Coach Sirianni is uh, – it don't matter. What he did last year with a team that, you know, nobody thought was going to do much, you know, he ended up getting us to the playoffs. And then, I mean, that's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to get better. Your coach prove himself each and every day. So it's just all lip service. I mean, I would I, – I understand what he's saying there. I, I guess here's my thing with Philadelphia and where the Eagles are with this, right? Like – Nobody, Philly is one of those cities where outside of Philly, you're not really getting a lot of Philadelphia fans. And I think you guys like it that way. Like, it's the badge of honor. It's This is like Boston, but you guys are a little more, well, maybe Boston's kind of angry too. But you guys are like, pride yourselves on the fact that Fred Warner's wife was like, yeah. I'm never coming back to the link. And felt like she was, you know, disrespected there. You guys are like, well, she should have she should have known. Like, it's yeah. her fault somehow. Like, hey, lady, don't go in wearing a San Francisco jersey. Like, it's like she did something De- wrong. Definitely a badge of honor. I agree. Yeah. People in Philly love the Fred Warner story. And honestly. So I then mean, you can then you can understand why people would tend to pile on Philly right. a little bit. But because no under- one's doing this with the Chiefs. No one's but, saying a word about the Chiefs. Trust me, it's a much better position to be on the winning team and watch the losers 
talk about your team. Yeah. I mean, kind of Fred Warner. I'm sure Fred Warner was not happy about this. It makes him look like kind of a loser. And Julian Love is in exactly in a position of strength there, ripping this team. They got dis- they just lost 38-7 in the oh, divisional yeah, they, got, they got housed. Yeah, well, I don't get, know about Fred Warner. I mean, yeah. if he's sticking up for his oh, wife, then he's not going to look like a it's loser. Still, when you lose to a team, you can't say anything. You just got you just lost thirty one seven in a game. I don't want to hear from anybody associated with the team. You just walk away. <laughs> well, but you do think it's different when it's his wife versus just no. Julian Love talking about the. As, what has Fred Warner said? Nothing. I don't think. I don't think he backed his wife up. Did he? <laughs> I mean, I, I think I think, I he, think was, he would. Uh, I he might, but I don't think he's going to say <laughs> anything. Might. Fred Warner is a baller. You he, think Fred Warner is going to side on the Eagles fans? Like you no, know, what? I think, they actually I think Fred point, Warner is going to let his play talk, and Which I don't think he's the kind of guy who's going to come after the Eagles. Honestly, I maybe Fred Warner did say something, but I would think knowing him or watching him that he'd be like, "Oh, I'm going to get them on the field." He's not going to go out in the press because once you lose, you really don't want to be ungracious. That's a bad sign. It kind of leads towards bad karma, in my opinion. That's just my opinion. I understand what you're saying about Philly losing, but do you think you're right? All this criticism emboldens Philadelphia fans. They love it. The team loves it. They're looking desperately for bulletin board material. That'll got work. It. Yeah. That'll work. <laughs> yeah, that's. But you're right. Work. I mean, there are look at the likable guys on the team. You got Hertz. Jason Kelsey is basically the mayor of the Super Bowl. Yeah. Uh, you mentioned Brandon Graham, Fletcher Cox. These are all Wait, very did, likable guys. Did you see the story about Jason Kelsey's wife? Did you guys see this? No. So I got she's really pregnant. I think this is oh, like their third no. kid. Oh no! No, no, no! She's a genius. She's taking her OBGYN to Phoenix. <laughs> but <laughs> Can you, you can't really. You <laughs> can't fly at that point, though. I no. I think that with the doctor literally with her, it's like mm. usually doctors' orders. I think I saw this on like the Today Show or that. something. That yeah. is that is a true fan. <laughs> that Kylie is good work. McDevitt is going to bring her own OBGYN to the Super Bowl. I mean, this woman, yeah. give her a trophy. Yeah. And what Sheesh. if she gave birth at halftime? That would be the most awesome <laughs> I hope birth. For her sake and the she Eagles won. That would be the greatest story for young Kelsey. It's like, oh, uh, tell me how you were born. Oh, well, I gave birth in a cab. Oh, yeah, we were underneath the stadium at the halftime of the <laughs> no, Super Bowl. It doesn't have to be like that. And both, and my uncle and my dad were playing. This yeah, is, that's an unbeatable story. I know, but this is only a cool story for men. It's not awesome for the oh, woman sorry, at sorry. all. So she's, You're saying that's not a sterile environment to give birth? No. <laughs> the stadium? Ugh. Oh. Uh, ugh. Ky- yeah, Kylie's bringing, this is what uh, Travis and, and Jason's podcast on the New Heights so Kylie's bringing her OB because she's going to be 38 weeks pregnant at the game. This could be a super Kelsey bowl. If she has a baby at the stadium, it's officially scripted. By the way, just, <laughs> just being said, I didn't mean get in one of those public restrooms at the stadium. I assume they have a place to go that is a little cleaner than that. But Oh, gosh. Yeah. The, <laughs> All, every option is bad if it's at the stadium. <laughs> it's one thing if you're getting your ankle retaped or you got to get an MRI. It's another thing to give birth. Owner's box? <laughs> yeah. Anything? Pass the popcorn? What do you think's in the owner's box? A gurney? <laughs> yeah, I can just picture, push, high five. We just got it first down. Push. Somebody spike something like, yeah, like oh no, it's a baby. No, this is setting up to be oh, no. the greatest <laughs> Eagles related birth of all time. Imagine if someone with like just all an Eagles face paint comes up and is like, I'm here to administer the epidural. Be like, I'm sorry, what? Is this a fan or is it the doctor? What's going on here? Maggie in your duck costume just show up and deliver <laughs> yeah. the baby. I couldn't handle a paper cut. Are you kidding? <laughs> uh, I, uh, if I wrote the script, this is how it I worked. went through it once myself. I'm good. 
uh, the baby would come out, cut the umbilical cord, and the baby's first word would be go birds. <laughs> go, and that, go birds. And that would rally the team <laughs> to a fourth quarter comeback. Or much like Talia Shire in Rocky too. Yeah. She's she's just <laughs> Jason Kelsey runs up, to, uh, runs down wherever she is at half and says, honey, are you going to be okay without me? And she says, just win. Play the sound. No one has the Rocky sound. <laughs> no. <laughs> but you you know, ask for it. <laughs> you guys know what an Eagles game when Talia Shire goes on? You get, Rocky goes, what do you want me to do? Yeah. Go out there and win. I'm getting chills everywhere, but I'm totally screwing up the line. <laughs> yeah. But Stu, if you can I love find that, like, it's Stu. Hit the music. Like Stu knew we were gonna do this. <laughs> Come <laughs> on, Stu. You're in... Stu. You can read our minds, right? Yeah, you know how Eagles what fans think. Do for me? What? Come here. Yeah. Win. The fact you have this. What are we waiting for? What are we waiting for? I mean. Listen. It's pretty good. Maybe I could give birth to this. If if Mrs. <laughs> Mrs. Kelsey says this in for the game or at halftime, I, I think they should move the line to Eagles minus twenty seven points because <laughs> the inspiration that you would get from this, oh. Then I think you also like if if the Eagles win, boy or girl, you got to name it Jalen. Do you remember the controversy? You maybe you don't remember in Minnesota. <laughs> only I was paying attention to this. Somehow the Eagles got control of the videos that were playing because this came on in the third quarter when there was no reason it should have come oh, on. The in the Super Bowl in Minneapolis. The Super Bowl in Minneapolis. Yeah, sorry. And yeah, for some reason the Eagles got all their their notable videos up, all their hype videos, and there were barely any of the Patriots ones. Interesting. And this one in particular is the big moment in any Philly sports game when Talia Shire says win. Yeah. That's when you put your rally hat on and you get ready to go. Is uh. this Rocky Gate? I mean, we've had Spygate and oh. Deflate. This is Rocky Gate. I mean, the Patriots finally on the losing end of a cheating scandal. <laughs> I know. <laughs> the one time the Patriots don't have the tapes. What uh, what would be the Boston equivalent of that when Matt Damon says, "How about them?" Apple? and Goodwill Hunting. Is that the uh, Boston version? <laughs> yeah, right. What do they have? Uh, the, the guys with the muskets on the sidelines. The people who yeah. are dressed like the Patriots, but that's... No, that. you, need a, you need a movie quote? You need a movie. What's the, that, I mean, Goodwill Hunting, you don't do better than that for... Uh, yeah, you got to do... How about them apples? Or what's a good Boston pump-up? What's a good... Boston pump-up uh, How about movie? Fever Pitch? I don't know uh, any nah, that. Nah, Jimmy Fallon. <laughs> Based on, a, as Stu knows, a book about Liverpool, right? No, it was about, uh, what was that originally about? You guys know this book. It was a soccer team, but I can't remember which one. Arsenal. Sorry, it was all about Arsenal. They transported it to Fenway, but it didn't quite work. <laughs> What's up? good? It's got to be Goodwill that was, Hunting. That was a great movie. Give, give me a I good Boston movie, Act. What's You're a good, good Boston movie? Oh, think. you know the what? Departed? The Fighter. Oh, yeah, the fighter is really great, I but I don't remember a line from no, it. No, I don't remember It was also either. heartbreaking. It was also, yes, yeah, so yeah. incredibly sad, but... You can go like Family Guy. That's New England-ish, Rhode Island. Oh, Ted. Ted. Yeah, a little Ted. Oh, Ted. <laughs> Ted. Ted. Tom Brady's the, appearance in Ted. What's too. the pump-up scene in Ted? <laughs> that's a montage like Rocky. When Flash Gordon comes to yes. the party in Ted 1. <laughs> it's a little, a little complicated. Sam Jones. <laughs> yeah. I, just, I think the reason why they didn't play a Boston clip is probably because Boston just doesn't have one. No, it probably doesn't. They don't have like I a think, good I think How About Them Apples is the ultimate moment. Mm-hmm. It's a good moment. It's a great movie. Ted is a great movie. Yeah, uh, my favorite line is one of them says "F Scott Fitzgerald," and the bear goes, "Well, what's your problem with Scott Fitzgerald?" Eight five five two one two four CBS. Eight five five two one two four two two seven. That went off the rails. What are we talking about? Philly. We're talking about win. Just win. <laughs>
What are we waiting for? Nothing I want you to do for me. What? Come here. Not again. <laughs> Win. All right, got it. <laughs> I gotta say, I got goosebumps right now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, make good. sure this is ready to go next week when we're in Phoenix. That even though we're gonna play it once a show, once a show, <laughs> definitely on Friday. Maggie, I thought you you like the Sixers song now. You're kind of into that. Oh my gosh, I couldn't get it out of my head the other day. Yeah. I don't know why. <laughs> this one's also now going to be like in my nightmares. Uh, no, for because I was watching the Sixers when they were on TNT or whatever. I know. They played and it at the end. They played in the last few seconds it's of every like win. It's impossible not to groove to that one. But. 76ers, everybody, <laughs> clap your hands. For Dr. J, I made up that lyric. <laughs> you always put Dr. J in there when he's <laughs> definitely not in the song. Andrew oh, Tony. Cheeks is upset. It's just so catchy. Yeah. Dang it. It sounds like it could have been Schoolhouse Rock, that mid-70s <laughs> yeah. version of a yeah. light song that everybody likes. It's like when you're not sure if it's the late 70s or the early 80s, but it's going to work. <laughs> yeah. 855-212-4227. Bravo. Stu Kovacs, ladies and gentlemen. Find well all that Philly well stuff on the fly. Uh, okay. Coming up next, we will get to this. Devontae Adams was answering questions from fans on social media. What could go wrong? We'll tell you in just a moment after this CBS Sports Update with Rich Ackerman. Welcome back to Maggie and Proloff. Hanging out on this Thursday. So glad to have you. So what could go wrong? Devontae Adams decides to do basically like an ask me anything on Twitter yesterday. So, of course, someone with the Twitter handle Las Vegas Locally says, which neighborhood is Aaron Rodgers moving to? Ha ha. Ha ha. Devontae responds, mine. Now, listen, he's not the one who's going to be making the decisions here. We know that it made Stu smile a lot. Stu's (laughs) Stu is looking for anything, but like he's just being funny here and stirring the pot a little bit. And he knows it's going to get some reaction. I'm sure he he's fine with it, but I don't know. I mean, is this that far fetched? Like if we really think the Packers are in a spot now where they want to move on, I kind of agree with a, a lot of people have had this sentiment out there, and I kind of agree with it. I don't think Rodgers is going to retire the same year that Brady retires. Oh, no, Rodgers is not retiring. And he's got $60 million on the table. Rodgers has got a lot of farve in him. It's, they're going to have to drag him away from this game. <laughs> well, I mean, Brady anybody who talks, 46, the, so. Anybody who talks about retirement incessantly is the last one to retire. So <laughs> he'll be back. Uh, I think it makes a ton of sense. And Josh McDaniels is by, I mean, he needs to win now or he's fired, and he has to know that. So why wouldn't he be all in? I think he would be. I I think they could probably make the money work. I don't know. It's going to be a lot of money. They already have some cap situations. It's weird to it's, – it's hard to read the Raiders because on the one hand, you have a roster that looks like it's ready to compete right now, but you just parted ways with Derek Carr, and also there was the report out there that – Maybe wide receivers like Hunter Renfro and Darren Waller could potentially be on the trading block. Like, it was a very weird... I feel like we're getting mixed signals here from the Raiders. Well, that could clear some room for for Rodgers and hopefully David Bakhtiari, too. I mean, I I don't think they need Darren Waller, obviously. If you get Rodgers and you have Devontae Adams, maybe they recreate... All those veterans are going away from Green Bay. Vegas could bring them right in. 
right? All those guys that Aaron Rodgers was skipped for the job. I think they could transform this roster quickly to make it work with Rodgers. Really? Because, like, I don't see them as being, like, one move. You're talking about bringing in Rodgers and his cap situation. I know yeah. you can always, like, extend guys and do all that stuff. Yeah. But, like, they don't have, like, tons of wiggle room here. They do have that number seven pick, which is valuable. What do you do with that? What do well, you use it on? Do you trade back, try to get more picks, stuff like that? I, I don't know. Or do they just straight go the, a little more straightforward? No thanks to Aaron Rodgers and just take a quarterback at seven. I, honestly, I feel like the no. Raiders could go a hundred different ways. The way I would go is trading for Rodgers. But wait, who? how can they draft a quarterback? Explain how that's going to work. I'm just saying if they pass on Rodgers this year or they yeah. can't get a deal done, then I think you draft a quarterback and have him sit behind Jared Stidham or something. So, Josh... Does Josh McDaniels have that time? You know, we had Tim Brown on the show not too long ago. Made it made some headlines because Tim Brown told us he did not want the Raiders to be going heavy after Tom Brady. Right. Thought that Brady was done, cooked. Well, it doesn't matter now. Brady retired yesterday. So he also said in that interview, got a little less attention at the time because the Brady thing took over and made that go viral. But he said that Josh McDaniels like should be on the hot seat, essentially. Yeah. Like he's the one who's going to have a lot to answer for if things go sideways next year. Absolutely. I, I think also they have some older players. We've talked about this a lot. They have Max Crosby. Uh, Devontae Adams is 30. The, he does not have a lot of time left. Yeah, Chandler Jones. Waller's actually a lot older than you think because it took a while to get going. Chandler Jones. Yeah, I, I think that they got to go veteran. And then at number seven, there's so many needs on that team. They really need defensive help. Go there. How painful would it be, though? Are you trading the seventh overall pick for Aaron Rodgers? Oh, shoot. That's, oh, That's I see what you're saying. That's a little too, <laughs> That's is that a little, a little too, high. too high? A little too high, yeah, right? Yeah, you would not, I mean, if you had to do, if they had to give up, what was it, 24 for Devontae Adams and Tyreek Hill was in the 20s too? I don't think Rodgers with his price tag is worth a lot more than those guys. You're not giving up the number seven. That's not even a starter for me. I would not do that if I were the Raiders. No. At the same time, you do have a desperate team. I mean, are are they? Stu, you tell us. Are the Raiders desperate? They smell a little desperate. They're very desperate. They, like you guys have said, they kind of went all in the last few offseasons. A lot of older players, Chandler Jones, Devontae Adams being uh, two of them. Um, Yeah, their window is kind of now, which is weird because they aren't really a complete team, but... The core players, like the five best players, it's a win-now situation. So I think they're very desperate. And McDaniels could be on the outs if they go 5-12 and 12 or whatever this year. So I think they want a big quarterback. Are you aware of Josh McDaniels' nickname? Because I was not aware of this until Bob put it in the chat. Josh McClown? That's might have That might have come on my timeline a few times this, uh, this <laughs> okay. season, to be honest. It's yes. a little better for Josh McCown, but I get it. It's still It's still pretty good. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, once you get the McClown nickname, you're basically one foot out the door. No, I, I, I think they need something drastic here. I think you do. You make the yeah, big but swing for Rodgers. But you're not, you're not giving the number seven pick for a sixty million dollar, thirty nine year old quarterback. The other, here's the other. Maybe real, the maybe the Packers then take some of the money. Maybe if you're going to go seven, you're like, all right, then you're going to have to. We're going to have to split the bill a little bit. I think the big problem with Rodgers, and correct me if I'm wrong, is you you can't do the trade till after June first, so he's going to miss OTAs. I mean, I guess he'll miss most of the – I don't know how many OTAs, but July, the league shuts down in July. He's not going to have a lot of time, and it's a new offense. So that is a real reason. He's never run a McDaniels kind of offense. Yeah. So that that's a real issue. Do you think there's any way he'd get his hands on a playbook? If only he knew someone on the team. 
it's one thing to get a hands-on playbook. It's another to run full yeah, practices. Full reps, yeah, no. I mean, the playbook, what's he going to just stare at the playbook? <laughs> I, I don't know. And also, if I'm Josh McDaniels, I say, hey, Aaron, what offense have you been running? I'll learn that offense. Yeah, maybe it's not so much like that Rodgers is going to have to cater to McDaniels' offense. Maybe it's a little the other way around. Like, hey, Aaron, what do you want to run? Let's run that. Also, you bring up a great point. If this is a trade, it is. we're talking about, and it will have to be a trade, then there's a market. Can the Raiders outbid the Jets or whoever? And without Listen, giving up that number seven, because that is so much too, capital. so high. But then you ask yourself thing like, all right, you give up the number seven pick. You just hope that doesn't turn into like, you know, the next superstar of the league. But in th- if you win a Super Bowl, does it matter? No. Like, will it matter yeah. in five years? No, it won't. If you win a Super Bowl, that's going to last forever. Well, yeah. I, what you definitely don't want to do is trade for a quarterback, give away your first round pick, and then have that first round pick be a top five pick. Like the Denver Broncos. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's well. a worst case scenario where you, you mortgage the future and you have a losing record. But this wouldn't be the future like Russell Wilson is the future. That's yeah. a long term deal. This would be something for Rogers thirty eight. Like you're not gonna, you know, sign him to this massive deal. I'm telling you, Green Bay, they were the big winners of Tom Brady retiring. Why is that? Because now it's one more team that Tom is not gonna be going to. Like, okay, if you're the Raiders, were you really thinking about Tom Brady? I mean, if so, like, that's off the table. Where are you going next? Derek Carr, that ship sailed. Jimmy Garoppolo, guy who can't stay healthy, doesn't, you know, is not going to be consistent enough for you. I mean, every mock draft has the Raiders taking a quarterback. Not I that, know, but that does that anything. fit with this current team? Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, listen, there's an argument that Brady, there's no, probably the Raiders never thought they were getting Brady uh, because... Brady let it be known he didn't want to be on the West Coast. And also, I don't think Brady, you and I disagree. I don't think Brady was out there looking. I think no, I don't think teams were giving signals that, hey, Tom's going to be available next year. That's just my opinion. So if I ran the team, if I was a GM, I would draft a guy and start over and rebuild and And say, turn around and trade Devontae Adams after you just traded for him. Yeah. Wow. I mean, listen, you're going to have to rebuild. The team is so. Can you admit that big of an error? Like they, God, it's not that big of an error. They gave away a twenty something pick. No, no, it's it would be Devontae. It'd be you extended Waller, you extended Renfro, yeah. turn around and trade them. You, you know, you sign Chandler Jones, you're gonna try to trade him. Like so all the stuff you just did, you're yeah. now gonna undo. Well, Chandler Jones, I mean, how much I don't know if anyone's gonna trade for that. That's a that was a mistake. Yeah, they made a bunch of mistakes. There's no this? doubt about it. You know and, our buddy Mike in California yeah. who calls in all the time? He's in the chat saying, Remember when he called in with his conspiracy theory? that Aaron Rodgers would end up going to the Raiders with Devontae Adams, and that would be his final screw you to Green Bay. <laughs> mm. no. Like they've been orchestrating it all the time. I, I know exactly what's going to happen to Aaron Rodgers. It's even more screw you to Green Bay. Oh, wow. What's that? One year in Vegas. Then, unlike Favre, he's not going to the Vikings. What stadium does Aaron Rodgers have the most success in? And oh, he's who, not going to be a Bear. He's going to the Bears, Maggie. <laughs> you tell me you thought Bears. Brett Favre was going to be a Viking? <laughs> he is going to be a Chicago Bear. There's no city he feels more comfortable in playing football. <laughs> he, he'll be a Bear. And you know the Bears. I love Justin Fields, but they'll always need a quarterback. He's going to be a <laughs> Chicago Bear. He's doing one-year pit stop in Vegas. Yeah. Sorry, Stu. It's going to be a disaster. And then <laughs> back to the NFC North. Nothing that a 40-year-old quarterback would love more than playing outdoors in Chicago. Uh, Eight home games. Yeah, but Aaron Rodgers has partial ownership, and it's it's a there's a lot going on there. <laughs> yeah, leave Lambo just to go to Soldier yeah, Field. Yeah, the dude's been playing in oh, Lambo forever. What does he care? Hold on, wait. Aren't they getting a new stadium? Yeah, but in it's, it's still outside, isn't it? Yeah, but I thought does it have even a partial dome? I didn't see the renderings. So we got to take a well, look. It's definitely. It, is it going to be ready in 
Two years? <laughs> <laughs> better get cracking. 855-212-4CBS. <laughs> better get a shovel in the ground there. 855-212-4227. Apparently the clock is ticking on Aaron Rodgers. Uh, okay, your phone calls always welcome. Of course, you can hang out in our YouTube chat, youtube.com slash CBS Sports Radio. If you are in the chat, just asking one small favor, just hit subscribe right there. It's right next to you if you're watching us on YouTube, and it really helps us out. We would appreciate it. Of course, we have to say thank you to all of our affiliates across this great country as well. All right, coming up, more quarterback craziness, Perloff, and big question marks for one team that was oh so close to the Super Bowl. We'll get to that also in the next hour. TJ Watt will join us. Stay tuned for that as well. More Maggie and Perloff on CBS Sports Radio right after this. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 